This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new watchdog report is critical of the Trump administration's implementation of the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. The Government Accountability Office says USDA failed to adequately guard against fraud in the application process, leading to improper payments going out the door. GAO, which is the watchdog arm of Congress, pulled a sample of applications for its evaluation, and of a 90-case sample size, 48 were said to have involved potentially improper payments. The price tag on those cases tops $87.3 million. Sometimes the receipts provided were for a smaller amount than what the farmer claimed in their CFAP application, but in some cases there was evidence of fraud. Phil Brasher has a deeper dive on the report's findings in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, a contract dispute in the rail industry is threatening the stability of the system heading into harvest. AgriPulse's Noah Wicks reports tentative agreements have been reached with five of the 12 unions involved in the dispute, but the others are a different story. The involved parties have until a week from today to reach an agreement through a White House-led process or a strike will begin. But a key senator doesn't expect that to happen. Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi is the top Republican on the Senate Commerce, Science and Transportation Committee. He says there are statutory ways to get parties to an agreement, but he doesn't foresee a strike happening. In other news, biofuel groups are working to determine their next steps on summertime sales of E15. Well, 2023 remains a bit uncertain in terms of how we're going to resolve this E15 barrier for, for next summer. That's Jeff Cooper, president and CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association. The summer of 2022 was taken care of by way of emergency waivers. Now, Cooper says the industry is working toward legislative or regulatory solutions for next summer. That includes a petition filed by eight states to allow the sales to take place, but Cooper says that process has hit a snag. According to the statute, there's a 90-day deadline for EPA to reply and, and basically begin promulgating those rules. Uh, they haven't heard much back from EPA to this point. He says the eight Midwestern states pushing for the summer sales waiver make up the bulk of current E15 sales, but only selling there would hamper the fuel's growth. Finally today, estate planning experts say a good plan is essential for farm and ranch families. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. The goal of passing a farm down from one generation to the next goes more smoothly when the right documents are in place before anyone dies or becomes incapacitated. The University of Nebraska Center for Ag Profitability offered a webinar today to go over how families can prepare for future changes. Lawyer Katie Samples-Dean says without planning, heirs can just sell the farm. If your kids can't agree, can they force a sale? Yeah, they can always force a sale. I hate to break it to you. So unless you want a trust where we have other things going on, um, they can force a sale, even with a will. A will specifies what goes to whom after a person dies. But trusts and powers of attorney are legal documents for when a person is still alive. Samples Dean says there are lots of types of trusts. One allows a person to define who will get their property and also what can or cannot be done with it. Power of attorney gives a spouse or children or another trusted designee the right to make decisions when a person is incapacitated, whether permanently or temporarily. During COVID, we had a lot of people that were temporarily incapacitated while they were on a ventilator, but recovered and are no longer incapacitated. So 
their kids had this to make decisions while they and pay their bills while they were in a coma for 10 days. Once recovered, the person could resume their responsibilities. Laws vary by state, and Dean says if your family lives in multiple states, it's useful to have a lawyer in each place review the documents. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, which is inviting all involved in the dairy industry to the Federal Milk Marketing Order Forum in Kansas City, October 14th through the 16th. Learn more at fb.org fmmo forum. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.